What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to a Dose of Magic podcast, a podcast where we're talking about all things Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brett. And we are back, ready for another great episode of discussion, events, and maybe a little laughter. Brett, what is going on in your world? How have you been? I have been very good. Um, Very, very good now that the weather is really nice. Um, Autumn and I went for our first run yesterday. And it lasted about three minutes um, (laughs) because I forgot that I'm asthmatic and my throat immediately like closed up. And I was like, (laughs) I forgot that I am not in the shape that I used to be in this world. Um, That's funny. My my 60 yard dash has definitely gone down. Um, (laughs) But needless to say, we ended up being like a 2.5 mile like jog slash walk that we did just in the back roads of our, our town here. So nice. it was really nice to like be out and it was just a nice, beautiful day um, and got followed up by another one today. So I'm hoping to get to the driving range after Ooh. this today and hit a bucket of balls and just kind of, we had a pretty rough staff meeting today. So maybe to clear the mind a little bit. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Take it out and nothing, yeah. nothing better than hitting a couple golf balls. That's on what a I'm nice saying. Day. How are you? I'm doing okay. If I'm honest, I'm in discomfort. Uh, on <laughs> Sunday, I got badly sunburnt at the Phillies game, and I know that you saw me Sunday night, mm-hmm. and now you're seeing me on camera. A couple days later, it's now Tuesday. Uh, it actually doesn't look too bad on this camera, but in person, I'm telling you, it still looks like I was five feet away from the sun, dude. It oh is ridiculous. Gosh. It's painful. There were blisters yesterday. Uh, On your face? On my forehead. Yeah. Like I would raise my eyebrows and my little forehead wrinkles would occur. And then they would break some of the little bubbles that were on my forehead and drips would come down my head. Yeah. I'm getting graphic with you, but it was brutal. And so I just have one observation to make throughout my 48 hours that I've been (laughs) traumatized by the sun. Yeah. I think that aloe is an absolute scam. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that our listeners who know the Walt Disney World heat and the Florida sun, I'm sure have had experience with a bad sunburn, bad case of sunburn and some aloe. This is the most aloe I've ever put on consistently. I've been doing it probably every half hour, every hour, uh, keeping it lathered i mean i'm putting like inches on at a time it looks like i'm wearing a face mask or something and you're very glossy right now <laughs> yeah i'm shiny right i'm like i look like you a pendal. i'm like a piece of plastic dude. <laughs> i've been putting aloe in the thick thick clumps on for the last 48 hours about every half hour except oh, sleeping, no. obviously and i just feel like i haven't seen a difference like i go into the yeah. bathroom and i'm like wow i still look brutal i look yeah. like a gang of like tomatoes jumping dude. it's <laughs> so bad so yeah. that is my thing i think aloe is a scam uh we will wait and see if i start peeling if i don't peel then it's not a full scam but definitely does not help heal it maybe helps with the feeling a little bit yeah it doesn't help heal because your boy is still brutal 48 hours later Nothing That's horrible. Like changed, so. And this is really bad for Ryan because Ryan has had a really, really bad case of sunburn many years ago and has been forever scarred from that moment. Um, <laughs> yeah. So to hear him actually say like he's extremely sunburned and that 
he's in pain. Yes. It it really means he's in pain because that from years ago was like that was like life changing. Like yeah. literally, Ryan does not go out in the sun without putting on about three inches <laughs> of, of sunscreen now. So I know. So this brand of aloe, whether it, I don't know if it's sun bum or tree leaf or whatever the heck it, it's called, I don't even know. I think there's forgot some ingredients. Yeah. They have about 10 more hours to win me over as a client, as, as a forever customer, or they're going to be getting a violently rough social media review. Oh, no. So, so their move, we'll see if their active ingredients that they promise on the front actually start healing this thing. Yeah, because right now they're not active. So no. <laughs> yeah, they must have to, you must have to wait 72 hours for them to kick in in the fine print. So that's my little rant. Uh, other than that, though, we're feeling good, excited, excited about this episode. Looking forward to discussion. I know we played games the last few weeks, so now we're just going to take it back to our roots and discuss some of the things happening at Walt Disney World and some of our right. thoughts about different topics that we've thought of throughout the week. But before we do get into that, you may, if you if you are an avid follower of our Instagram or Facebook account, you may have seen that we posted a poll a couple days ago. And the poll had a couple questions on it, and really it was just a pulse check to learn our audience and just get a quick understanding of how people have found us, why they like to listen, what would they like to hear more of. Uh, you know, it's just been a while since we kind of checked in with everyone, so we just wanted yeah. to do that. And so the first question, Brett, was how did you find our show? With three options being Instagram slash Facebook, friends slash family recommendation, or the podcast app search results, so Spotify or Apple or Google or however right. you hear, listen, right? So which of those three, Brett, do you think most of our listeners came from? I'm going to say friends and family. I think people are like, I listen to this podcast. It's Disney. You should give it a listen too. Um, so I think naturally people are recommending us. That is a great thought, and that would be the goal. So if you haven't done so, please recommend us to your friends and family. <laughs> but actually, the 46% of the votes came from the podcast app search results. So we're popping oh. up uh, on the search results as people search for Disney podcasts, which we're, we're happy about. Honestly, we'll take. That's great. And there's yeah, no right or wrong out. answers to any of this. This is just us truly curious where you guys are coming from, what you like listening to, and whatnot. So... That's pretty sure. cool. 46% of you guys came from the podcast app search. So pretty neat. Love it. 39%, a close second place, came from Instagram or Facebook. So maybe okay. we followed you or you followed us or whatever it may be, but you found us that way. And then 15% came from friends and family. Nice. So we will take it all. The next question was, where do you tend to listen to us? And I gave some result or some options of in the car, at work, on a walk or run, or at home. Brett, where do you think the majority of our listeners came in at? This one I don't know because I feel like our episodes are meant to be listened like wherever you are. Like mm-hmm. kind of like wherever you have that 30-minute increment of time frame. So whether that's a quick drive to yep. work, whether you're – giving yourself like 30 minutes to clean the house or um, a few laps around the neighborhood. So I feel like our episodes, and this is me speaking on like how we plan to do our episodes are very much designed to be quick listens. So yes, I think that 
it's I'm, I'm gonna guess that it's pretty close and evenly split between the walk and drive to work or in the car. Yes. Okay. So you are correct. The in the car was the winner. Okay. With forty nine percent of the votes being from in the car. Okay. So that's almost half. Almost half the people listen in the car, which is great. So if you're in the car, yeah. drive safely. Buckle up, <laughs> drive safely. Watch your speed. Watch and, your speed. <laughs> and then the majority of the other three were pretty even at 18%, 19%, and 14%. Okay. So at work, at home, and on a walk or run makes up the rest. So Got it. majority in the car. So pretty interesting. Sounds good. Good thing we're just audio and we're not asking you to watch us. Yeah, which we tried for a bit, but our computers just couldn't handle all of the video and the editing. So yeah, sorry about that. Sorry about that. But we we took your safety into top consideration, and we thought it would be better if you just heard <laughs> us. And yeah. you could too say two messages two that you were trying to watch and drive at the same time. <laughs> cannot do that. Yeah, two and ten, everybody, two and ten. So here we go. The third question was, what keeps you coming back each week? With the Ooh. options being just need a little Disney fix, your personalities, the games, or news discussions. So things that we all include in nearly every episode. Yeah. Uh, but just was curious which of those categories you know you resonate with the most. And Brett, what do you think the winner was? I mean, it's probably 95% the personalities and us. <laughs> um, so... Should have just That's been the funny. only option, but no. In <laughs> honesty, I I like to think it's the games and just like the fun conversations that we like to have. So I'm going to say the games are, are why people come back. Close, but it was actually the Disney fix. 57% said that they just like the Disney, the little Disney fix, which is the purpose of why we are called a dose of magic. And that was the That's purpose true. of why we started it. It's why Brett and I do this as well. It's just to get our weekly daily dose, daily fix of just chatting about that magic, you know? Yeah. So that is awesome. Uh, personality is coming over- in 25%. I've been like over four on these questions so far, and I promise (laughs) you all, I am a co-host on the same show that you're listening to. Uh, I guess I just have a different perspective of it, like being someone who is making it rather than someone who's like listening to it. Exactly, which is why these polls are interesting because it kind of gives us a different lens and a good good read on everything. But again, there's no right or wrong answer. I'm just curious if you can guess the vibe. Uh, So personality was 25%. Games were only 6%, and news discussions were 12%. So we hear you guys loud and clear. And we'll probably Game next, next week. week. <laughs> <laughs> loud and clear. So no, but- the last question was, as you could probably imagine, was what do you wish there were more of, right? Along the lines of what, what could we do more of or what could we be better sure. at? And then so the options were guest or listener interactions, games, social media posting, or it's fine as it is. Oh, and I also want to say on the last one about why people keep coming back back each week, we got a couple messages from people that did say, I wish I could have said all of the above, which was really sweet. And I I, liked, I like I that. really appreciated that you guys did that and you, you sent us a message saying that. So I wanted to give that shout out. Thank you guys for the, the kind yeah, words there. Appreciate it. Um, so Brett, what do you think we could – 
or what do you think people wish that there was more of? Guest listener interactions, games, social media posting, or it's fine as it is? Um, being that, looking at our analytics here, right? Like we have a pretty consistent amount of listeners each episode and overall, and we're, we're growing at a, a, a pretty steady rate right now. So yeah. I like to think we, we're pretty good as it is. I think we do a really good job of mixing in games and a dose of everything and different styles. Um, something I've personally always loved is our guests. I like hearing other people's experiences and hearing where the people come from and just all that. Um, yep. And I like having three, three minds in an episode. So I would like to say that, more guests but that's personal um to me so i'm gonna guess that people think it's fine as it as it is um being as our analytics are are showing that yes so you are correct and that's a great informed decision there 42 percent, which was the majority said it's fine as it is which again thank you guys for your honesty and we were loving that you guys are loving it because we have so much fun to doing it uh 30% 30% did say guests or listener interactions could be more, uh, which is totally fine, and that's great to hear as well. Uh, games were 22%, so you guys want games? We love playing games, so that's okay. Yeah, for sure. And then social media posting was just 6%, uh, so that's okay too. That That's no worries there. And so I was wondering too, and I was thinking about it, and Brett, that's something we can explore off offline and maybe if a listener knows how to do this but Mm -hmm. i would love to create a way or find a way i'm sure it exists where people can call in or leave us a voice message or a question or a scenario and they don't necessarily have to be on the episode for 30 minutes with us but if we could go through a series of call-ins uh and just answer questions from the listeners i think that would Mm -hmm. be a really cool thing to mix in every couple weeks uh, you know, just as something new and give people a chance to ask us some questions that way. So something to look look forward to. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. Um, there is something out there. Um, it's called being established in a radio station. Um, <laughs> that would allow us to get phone-ins, but no, well, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm sure there is. But, you know, like, no, I'm sure there is messages. something out there. Um, and I'm sure it's something that we could actually – put into our social media like in, a, in our link tree yeah um and i bet you there's a way that we can kind of group um uh, questions and and conversation mm-hmm. starters um so it's something that we can definitely look into because i would love to do that as well yeah um, that'd be kind of cool it'd be super cool because we could do it like we could have a month of like letting people submit things and then like every first episode of the month or whatever is us going from the previous months like questions yeah um, i like that so it's something definitely like something we can absolutely look into cool well thank you guys for going through the results with us i i knew some of you may be curious uh, after us posting that because it does disappear after the 24 hours so we just wanted to go over the results give you guys some feedback and just say thanks for for giving the answers many of you responded to that poll which is really helpful for us and really great for interaction so thank you guys Thank you guys a lot. Yeah, and thank you for being just consistent listeners, and we appreciate it. Uh, we make absolutely no money from this, um, and yeah. we don't ever plan to. It's strictly something that we enjoy doing um, with each other and something we enjoy doing for all of our listeners. So um, we always want to make it the best podcast for you all as possible, so getting your feedback is really important for us. Yep, absolutely. So without further ado, 
now that we're 16 minutes in, we should start our episode and go, <laughs> go into some of the news that we have. Brett, I did see some exciting news that many other listeners, I'm sure, saw already too, because they were probably eyeing it up. The for annual sure. pass, the annual pass, is back for sale starting April 20th. This is great news for many, many people. I know many people have been waiting and then they paused it for a while during COVID and then kept yeah. it paused after COVID. And then I think for like even maybe a couple of months, they opened it up again and then they closed <laughs> it again. So it is coming back April 20th. And this is a thank you, Bob Iger moment, I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it, it's going to be. I want to say this like. I'm not going to say it solidifies, but this really shows that like Disney is one fully recouped from all their COVID shutdowns and everything that they've been trying to rebuild. I think it shows that they're also moving in the right direction and they're ready for the same amount of capacity that they've had in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think this was like the nail in the coffin to be like Disney is back and in the right direction as, as we know it. Yeah. It's definitely a good health barometer and it's a good chance it's, it's a, great it's a good thing it. that they're listening to their customers because they know that we've wanted it back for a while. So if you were interested in that, look out for that April 20th. I'm sure it will be tough to get once it kind of goes live. I'm sure their systems will crash for a bit, but be patient and maybe you'll get a chance. For sure. The other set of news was that Disney is offering a – special opportunity that they call capture your moment and this is a private photo op opportunity that you can use a disney cast member photographer and you pay a flat fee you can get up to a group of eight and then you go and do private photo sessions around different locations uh at certain parts of the park and so for this example well let me stop there brett how much do you think that that would cost if you were just hearing this for the first time. Um, how long is it? It's 20 minutes. 20 minutes. After okay. being escorted to your chosen location, you will have 20 minutes to capture photos, it says. Okay. Um, so 20 minutes, once you're there, Disney photographer, potentially up to eight people. I'm going to say it's $50. That sounds reasonable. But this is Disney, so you have to add the Disney markup, the Disney tax to it, and it's actually $99. Wow. $99 for a 20-minute session, up to eight guests within that group. So if you have a large family, you can get them all in there for that $99. But, Brett, there's still another kicker because why isn't there? Why? Because, of course, <laughs> there is, right? Yeah. The photos are not included in the price of that session, so you don't get. So you don't. You pay the hundred bucks to to take your family of eight there, and then you don't even get the photos in that money. So that is a stinger there. That's you wild. To, <laughs> that's so Disney. You need to also pay for the memory maker. Uh, package either for the the trip That's the duration of your trip than or the, for a <laughs> photographer thing <laughs> or for the day so you can just pretty much think of that $100 fee as just a little like fee I guess to have a private photographer that you still need to pay for the photos that they take so unless of course you have the memory maker package already so interesting interesting 
little catch there. That's definitely a fine print thing that I'm sure people aren't. Hopefully they know going into it, but if you're just that's like, yeah, wild. that sounds cool, let's do it. You know, whatever. But that is only happening at the moment in Fantasyland starting April 24th. So you can pick some locations within that land. You cannot go over to Tomorrowland. You cannot go over to Adventureland. Only within Fantasyland. That's like paying for admission into a sporting event and then them being like, yeah, there's actually no game though. <laughs> so you just have access to the to the stadium. And that's yeah, you like... Get- <laughs> You get brought it's into like, the oh. stadium to watch it on TV still. It's like, all right. Yeah. Like, it's like, why well, did I pay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's bad. That's so Disney though. Exactly. So that was an interesting one. Wanted to share that. But those were the only two news stories that I had for this week. Did you have any that you were going to hit us with? I had no news this week. Um, nice. Okay. I Nothing. think that, oh, well, Happily Ever After is officially back. Um, those first performances Praise happened. Walt. So that is back, and that is exciting because what a good show. Yeah, that's exciting. That's great. Yeah. Always, always great news. Well, great. I did have a discussion topic that I saw from a headline that I wasn't going to include in my news category, but I'm curious of your thoughts on this. So the headline says, guests are getting tired of the rampant, rampant line cutting in the Disney parks. <laughs> And <laughs> it goes on to tell a story about how there was like a fight on the monorail line because people are cutting this and that. And I, it was making me think, I don't know if I've ever seen much line cutting when we are in line for attractions and, and whatnot. I feel like that's a ballsy, ballsy thing to do, especially if it's a long standby line. And I was trying to think maybe somebody would save save places for your family, right? Maybe like one person goes in and then like 45 minutes later, the rest, the other seven of them stroll up and they're like, oh, sorry, you know, I was here with, I'm here with my wife, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So my question to you, Brett, my discussion is, is there ever a valid reason for the line cutting? And this totally 100% completely excludes any sort of accessibility reasoning for, for the shorter lines or the, or the line cutting of that. So taking that out of the equation. What do you think that there's ever a valid reason to line cut? And how would you <laughs> follow up question? How would you pull off the perfect line cut in the so that's, world? That's two separate questions, right? <laughs> and that's going to cause two different discussions here. We'll start with the first one. Do I ever think that there's a time where line cutting is, is acceptable? Um, I would say no. If you're doing it for a malicious reason, right? Like if you're doing it strictly to get to like the front of the line quicker, mm-hmm. then no, that's not acceptable. Um, I think maybe in the, all the times we've been to Disney, I've seen like somebody leave the line and then come back with like water bottles or something. Like, okay. I can get it. If you're like, if you have a family of four and you have small children and like little dudes got to pee or something, like then I get like, yeah, you might have to leave the line. Cause like, if you don't leave then it's peeing the pants and things get worse. Yeah. Um, so in that sense, I would understand. Do I think it's right? No, right? But yeah, I think I'd be a little more lenient um, in that situation. Those uh, are good points. So I don't think that there's ever a reason to just like cut just to cut, right? I think that I would need a, a reason or being able to use some kind of deduction to be like, I understand why that person is walking up the line with some 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 reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. 
Now, how do I pull off the perfect line cut? That's a great question here. <laughs> and I don't know if I've ever like truly thought about it. Um, but I feel like I would just like, I think you have to play the part of being like, oh yeah, like I'm, I'm with my friend. Excuse me. Excuse me. And I think you have to walk in with just straight confidence, right? Like you don't, you can't ask people, can I get by? Yeah. You just hit me with like the, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Oh, coming through, coming through. And if you just keep walking forward. Oops, sorry. Sorry. Oops. Yep. Sorry. Oops, sorry. Yep. Coming. And maybe even like a phone call, like, hey, like, yeah, like, like a fake call, like phone call, dude. That's perfect. Like, hey, like, can you wave your hand? I think I'm close. Like, thanks. Coming, coming. Excuse me. Excuse me. Raise your hand. Excuse me. Excuse me. That is so funny. Um, But now you have to like, make eye contact with people who you're going to have to be like, oh, hey, really glad I found you. Yeah, there has and to be an end game. There has to be a, an end game, and you have to find people who are going to buy into what you're doing. And yeah. that's going to be the tough part because <laughs> if I'm in line and somebody's like, oh, hey, Kevin, how are you? And I'm not Kevin. Like, I either have to, one, understand what they're doing, and I would have to see them yes. snaking before – to be like, these people are cutting, and I might be the end goal, right? Yeah, am I going to um, be an ally in this? <laughs> be an ally in the situation. Am I the getaway driver in this bank robbery? Are right, we doing in this? In this moment, I have two options, right? I can I can be Kevin, and they can stand with us, and I'll conversate and be like, that was yeah. well done. Like, how'd you do it? How'd your trip? Because I feel like in that moment, we're close. Like, I'm about to ride the ride, too. So I'm not upset <laughs> by this situation. Um. Or I could be like, I'm not Kevin. And now everybody around us understands like the situation we're in. And I could, <laughs> I could be called line cutter um, and get yeah. them removed. So it's a big moment for not only them because they're and, – and, and if I'm the such one doing gamble. that. Such a gamble. But I, I control the rest of their day because I can either <laughs> get them removed from the, the ride in the park. Probably not the park, but at least the yeah. ride. Um, or I could give in with to them and shake their hand as a complete stranger and say, absolutely well done. I'd like to think, well, one, that's a perfectly described way to do it. That actually makes me laugh thinking about how just so much confidence and like the phone, dude, the phone part is the absolute key that would get you to the front of the line. No doubt. Here's the question. But that person who's going to go along with it that you need to pick out, which you need to pick out like 50 feet back. You need to scan ahead Absolutely. and pick out who's going to be the vulnerable one who is going to not be brave enough to tell you to get out of line. Yeah. And that's going to be tricky. I have, I have two follow-up questions for you. At what point do you stop your line cut so it looks natural? Yeah, you because can't go you to the can't, front. Can't go to the front because then they're going to be like, "Oh, well, how many in your party?" And you've established no connection to anybody <laughs> in this line. So you if might you have to just hang up. And be like, oh, I guess they're on already. Uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> so there has to be a point in the line where you stop, where it's natural, and then you have to wait at least ten minutes to be like, I didn't fully cut this line. Like I oh have to wait God, a little dude, bit. I actually have like secondhand embarrassment thinking about that. Like the thinking about the last maybe ten people that you cut who are gonna watch you and then watch you stop and then they're gonna murmur to themselves and be like, What what is he doing? Think, yeah. Wait, what is does he know them? What is he doing? 
For sure. Oh, oh, he does know them. Okay, looks like they're talking. Oh, wait. No, wait, he doesn't know them. What? He doesn't. Why are they saying he's a cu- he's cutting? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> they're having their own little analysis and so that's and so embarrassing. I think you, you have to stop at least halfway. I think Two thirds is a risky cut. Full line is impossible, but halfway also gives you now half the time to sit there and talk with a stranger. Sure. And here's the other kicker: here is when you get to the point where they say how many. If you say what you've been saying your entire trip of two, (laughs) and they're like, "No, it's actually four. Like that alone is a dead giveaway. Like something's not happening. Something's not right. Like I'm in a hostage situation at this point. Yeah. Does the family that you've now been adopted into, do they speak up first and do they give the, oh, he's with us five or do they leave you out to dry? They let you hang for the cut, but now they leave you out to dry and now it's kind of awkward. I don't know. That's a good question. Now, what ride do you think is easiest to line cut? <laughs> I don't know because uh, I feel like it's got to be one of the ones with a, a wide queue or like a lot of people standing in the queue. Yeah. Because once you get more single file, then it's really noticeable. But if you're in like a, a group that say is like Soren maybe or mm. – um, trying to think of a couple other like large batch queue lines i don't know because they all serpentine maybe pirates i know that they stat serpentines but i feel like those are pretty wide like enough where you can almost fly under the radar by being with a lot of other people too yeah and i again i think the phone call like faking the phone call is an absolute golden ticket to getting at least halfway um and now here's the other question so do you lines where the fast pass line and the queue line are side by side do you utilize the fast pass line at at any point during your line cut something like space mountain right like when there's a queue and people are literally walking they're just walking by safari is the same way are you like as soon as you get past that first curve of Space Mountain, right? And you are inside, and there's no longer a cast member. Are you dipping into the fast pass line, going up a while, and then when somebody's like playing a game or backs are turned, are you trying to slip back into standby? <laughs> so when their backs are turned, you slip in front of them. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good way to pull that off. I I feel like that's an equivalent of riding the shoulder on a highway. When you're merging on, when there's traffic, and then just getting in front of somebody halfway up when the merge isn't even there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so that is like, people are like, oh, what? I don't know, because you kind of blend in. I don't really question it when people walk by on the fast pass line, but it would have to be the perfect timing to swoop back under. Yeah. Um, because the thing is, if you go into the fast pass, people in the back of the line are going to be like, line cutter. And like, notice it. <laughs> But they're stuck in a 45-minute wait, and I'm just walking past them. So that's just going to stop at some point, and I'm going to be – I could see the ride within three minutes of doing that, and they can't. So I'm safe in that direction. But something like Safari is risky because if you come back in line, like you might be sitting next to them. And that would be embarrassing because if they like say, everybody, one, two, three, four, five, go to four – like, 
I'm yeah. sitting next to the people I just cut in front of. That's hysterical. I don't know. I don't know the best line cutting <laughs> heist, but it was a funny, funny topic that I thought of when I saw that headline. So pr- that we'll have to strategize next time we're, we're there. We'll have to uh, envision what it would be like to pull off the, the greatest line cutting heist of all time in Disney. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to try it, I think. <laughs> I don't know if I would try it, but I would like to envision it for yeah. the content, for the sake of content. For the sake of content. Well, we appreciate it. Um, and with any other hypothesis, it has to be tested. Um, so we are going to have to try it. So, Of course. Uh, but I think that's probably a really good place to stop. We won't cut the line any longer here. Um, and we will let you all go. That was a really poor execution Boo. of that. Boo, that was so bad. Um, but thank you all so much. Um, for one, your feedback. If you were somebody who participated in our feedback from the beginning of this episode, we appreciate it. Um, it's really important for us to hear. So thank you for that. If you're interested in being a guest, let us know. Um, do be sure to follow us on a dose of magic podcast on Instagram, where we're going to post every day this week about this week's episode. Um, and aside from that, we thank you so much for being here every single week and we'll catch you next episode. Thanks everyone.